I'm Julie. I'm Amy. I'm Fatu. And it's time to pucker up. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so we're we're back here. We've got another special guest for you. Very, very special Fatu of the New York City Caps <laughs> crew and the Black Girls Hockey Club. And we Hi. have been super excited to have her on here. Hi, I'm very happy to be asked. I'm a little surprised, but pleasantly surprised. This is awesome. Oh, we've been following you for ages. We're like, oh, she's so cool. How are we ever going to be that cool? Oh, no. Not well, Fatu is a Caps Twitter must follow. So, I like to think know. I'm sassy and fun. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so, like we ask everyone that comes on our podcast, how did you get into hockey? Sure. So, I'm from D.C. I am a Caps fan. I live in New York, so I actually wasn't a hockey fan at all and had zero knowledge when I was in D.C. But, um, you know, when I moved to New York for college and after college, I kind of wanted to get back into D.C. sports. So I actually looked up where, you know, fans of the Skins watch games. So I met an amazing crew and they said, to, and one of the guys said to me, he's like, you know, we suck. You should come watch hockey with us. We're actually, we actually go to the playoffs. And at that time, we actually beat the Rangers. Like, we actually beat New York team. So you should watch with us. And I was like, okay. So I, actually, I went to watch a playoff game with them when we played the Rangers and beat them in five, but then got swept by Tampa Bay. So that's when I started watching hockey. I, um, I knew Alex Ovechkin because how do you not know him, you know? Yeah, that's um, how I got into it, too. I was like, okay, I like this. This this is what I'm here for. Yeah, so I knew him. I could recognize him. But then I see this guy on the ice, and I'm like, and hopefully the, uh, hopefully the language is okay. I'm like, wait, we got somebody named Seaman on the team? And, like, the record, <laughs> the record stops. Everybody at the bar got quiet. I was like, oh, goodness. And everyone's like, yeah! So I was like, I got to know more about this guy. So Alexander Seaman became my boy. So that's how I started getting into it. Um Sport was still too fast for me, but I realized when it slowed down when we went to the playoffs against Boston and game seven, Joel Ward scored. And I was like, wait a minute, we got a chocolate guy on our team? Absolutely. This is my, this, this, let's go, let's do this. So um, after, after that, I truly started getting into it. And I'm like, okay, I should probably learn the players and I should probably, <laughs> you know, learn other teams and stuff too. So, um, that's and how, of course, that's getting into down. it. Right, and of course, getting into it, living in New York, that was the time where we were playing New York, like, every playoff. So, that was fun, <laughs> to say the least. You start learning other teams, and then it's just, oh, it's over. Yeah, and then you start hearing Kreider's name too much, and you start hearing Stepan's name too much, and I was like, oh my god, I'm living in New York and have become a huge Caps fan, this is crazy. Do you, do you, do you hate the New York Rangers? Do you, like, kind of side root for them because you live up there? So it's funny, living in New York, I've started to hate New York teams even more. So I absolutely Fair. hate the Rangers. But after <laughs> winning the cup and seeing what they're doing now, I don't really hate them that much because you can't hate a team that's down. You know, I think we've proven our point. <laughs> but I, oh, I, definitely, no. I definitely resent them and all respect and hate at the same time to Lundqvist, who single-handedly kept us from moving on. So. Yeah, there's a, that, Lundqvist is the only place that, like, tugs at my heartstrings a little bit as far as the Rangers are concerned. Because Yeah, he's a good guy. He's he a great guy. He deserves a cup, and he's never going to get it with New York, and it sucks. It, it does suck. I, I have the utmost respect for him, but playing him in the playoffs was nightmare. Complete nightmare. Do you, do you, do you, would you, is there a single Rangers player you would say is your favorite Rangers player? 
<laughs> it probably would be Lundqvist because, you know, I have all the respect for him in the world because he is an amazing player and does a lot of great stuff in the community. And like you, I feel very bad for him because I think he's at the top. I mean, I, at, I thought he was the best goalie. And to know that that's not the team he's going to win with unless he decides he wants to be traded is kind of sad. Everybody, I And I don't think I, I, I personally think and Julie and I have talked about this. I personally think he loves New York too much to leave it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, 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 and you know, you got to appreciate that. Like, if you feel like you have the best player at said position on your team, and even though you guys are struggling, he still wants to stay with you, you have to love and respect that. And I feel like I respect Lundquist more than a lot of Ranger fans, especially on Twitter. I find that absolutely crazy. That is crazy. Plus, he's fun to look at. He's amazing to look at. I actually... Um, <laughs> I actually saw him in person before I, I went on vacation, and he's even better looking in person, if that's hard to believe. That's crazy. It's it's not that hard to believe because I've seen Tom Wilson in person. Uh, yeah, I've, I've definitely seen him up and close in person, and what a dream. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because I, I, this is the kind of podcast this is. Yes, we're going to talk about hockey, but we're also going to talk about dumb shit like this. But, um... Uh, I'm, I'm know, here for you, it. When you walk up to Tom Wilson and you're like, holy shit, and you're like, it's hard to look directly at him. Yeah, it's funny. First of all, I, I feel like my knees are wobbly. Second of all, I feel like I'm walking on my tiptoes because I'm five foot three. And the first time, uh-huh. no, the, like when I one time when I met him, he was still on skates. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm on the tippiest of my toes just to attempt to be at his waist. He's so tall and he's such a dream. And it's, you know. Anybody who follows me on social media will know that he's my absolute favorite Capitals player. But I feel like I have to defend him so much because clearly if you're not a Caps fan, you hate him. But he's the sweetest person you'll ever meet in person. He's so he, he's so big, but he, he he's so sweet. I just didn't expect that from someone who's just so imposing. Yeah, he's, not, he's really nice. And the thing yeah. is, it's really funny because the Caps, some of them will like try to accommodate you when you're taking pictures. Yeah. Tom is not one of them. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I feel like he might get the aura that he's seen me before because every time I met him, he's been super pleasant. And he actually laughs at my corny jokes that I would not remember because I have no idea what I'm saying to him when I'm in his presence. But he's been nothing but sweet and genuine and super Canadian. It's like if, if Canada wasn't so cold, I'd move there. So I'm like, if they have people who look like him, I should be there. There, there, there's something, something in the water in Canada, and uh... and it's it's like you, you, you know, when you meet him, even though I've definitely not had as much time as people who actually know him, I you understand why the team defends him because he is so sweet. Yeah, he's he's an amazing one. I, love I that think man. that's uh, I, I tend to think that's the secret about most hockey players is that they're pussy cats. They just don't want you to know it. Yeah, yeah, he plays his role really well on the ice. Um, couldn't be more proud of him. And I just would like to say I liked him before it was fashionable. I liked him before he started scoring. So my love for that man is real. And I called it. Even, I, when, I, you're, I, even when you're suffering because he's suspended. Yes, I called it when he was going to score against Toronto in the playoffs. And he scored that overtime goal. Oh. Like, that boy loves playing in Canada. So I said, watch this happen. And 
it's funny because when it happened, I really wasn't really trying to drink because everybody at work knew that I was going to be at the game. I was like, come on, I, I have a meeting in the morning, so I'm going to be good. And then he scores that overtime goal, and everybody bought me drinks as if I was Tom Wilson. It was an amazing <laughs> night. <laughs> but, and I am because I called that. I was like, I just have a feeling he loves – I mean, he stands up for Canada teams that this is going to happen, and he's going to be our star. And I'm – very happy to toot my own horn and say I was correct about that. Very happy. <laughs> hey, last Tuesday I went out and started drinking like I was the one that got traded, so I feel you. <laughs> oh, it was probably for the best I wasn't around my friends when that happens. I was very upset. Oh, that ruined the moods so much, oh. these trades. So before we get into trades, I want to sure. say you're with the New York City Caps crew. Yes. Um, and I really like if I lived in New York City – I would come hang out with you guys. Um, yes, I was please do a fool to not do it the time that I was up there. But I was up there for a friend's birthday and ended up at a bar. Oh, I can't even remember what bar I ended up. There were like three Caps fans in there, and we were having a great time. Was it Standings? <laughs> um, I don't. I I honestly do not remember. Okay. I just remember the beer was bigger than my head because we ordered pretty sized <laughs> beers. Okay. Um, yeah, we're a very fun crew, and anytime you're in New York, you have to come hang out. I will definitely, because this was during the playoffs two years ago when we played the Pens. Okay. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it was when we were trying to bring it back and we were, it, well. Yeah, that, and yeah, 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 that was what, so, yeah, that's when we were at, so we used to be, before, so now we're at JoJo's Philosophy, which is amazing. Anybody who ever comes to New York, even if we're not doing official meetup, they are a Caps bar now. Um, the owner, Joe, is from Maryland. So when we said to her, hey, we need a bar, she's like, we got it. And then, of course, we won that year. So I'm thinking she's expecting us to win every year, and I'm okay with that. Um, but before that, we actually took over uh, Buffalo Sabres bar because, like, after the first couple games, they just stopped coming. So um, <laughs> it's very good to have, like, Much like the home. team they root for. Yeah, it's very good to have a home now. And I feel like part of the reason we didn't win because we were – in a Sabre slash Bills bar. And I was like, that's not going to give us any good luck. So, and before that, we would get thrown out at other bars. Not because we're rowdy, but just because we're so fun that they couldn't handle it. So, um, it's great to have our home and our home with the cup. So, you guys have to come anytime. Wherever I ended so, up was actually recommended to me in the Russian machine Slack. So, I really don't. I mean, I don't remember where it was, though. Well, now hopefully so, they'll recommend JoJo's Flossy. That's what I recommend. So speaking of being too much fun, I've heard tell <laughs> that some of the some of the goings on with the New York City Caps crew involve a hymnal. <laughs> so we do have a book of chants. That uh -huh. is true, <laughs> because we love to chant because we're crazy, and that's a thing that we did at the Skins Bar and a thing that we did at the Caps Bar. Um, and so the, when they moved over to Barclays, because the tickets are so cheap and it's so accessible, we just started having a huge amount of people who wanted to come with us. And I think the most we've ever had was 60. So I guess like maybe one of the first times we went to Barclays after it opened for the Caps, someone just decided, you know what, there's going to be a bunch of people who've not hung out with us at the bar before. So let me create like a book of chants. Like that's just how the idea comes. And someone's like, I'm just going to put together our best chance and put it there and give it to people. We just didn't expect that to be like a hit, but apparently it became <laughs> a hit. 
And I actually had Tom Wilson sign one when That's I saw awesome. him at Giant Food, and he laughed so hard. He was like, what is this? And I was like, I have one for you. And he's like, oh, my goodness, thank you. He was in shock. I might have scared him. I'd like to think I didn't. But um, so, yeah, we do have one. We can definitely pass it along. Um, people love it. I would love to see it. Uh, a friend of ours went to Nashville um, yep. for that, that horrible, horrible Caps game there. Uh, <laughs> Aren't they all? <laughs> or, yeah, well, at the beginning of January and ended up sitting The one I went to a couple years ago was horrible, too. I went to one that was horrible, so. too. Yeah. It seems like this is a trend. I don't think we've ever beat them. I feel like we haven't. Poor Nikki. <laughs> Maybe I, not in their barn. I warned her. I said, dude, don't go there as a Caps fan. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. They ended up sitting at the front of the cell block. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, yeah. the, the hymnal made me think of that, and I was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm totally down to pass one to you guys. Um, we need to update it because, you know, players don't stay for life, apparently. So, um, yeah, we'll, we we'll update it. Hurt. Yeah, we yeah, we do. It, it's It's been fun. I'm glad to see that that became a hit because <laughs> it was really a flipping idea. Someone just saying, I'll create this is like, OK, if you want to print all that stuff. And it was a hit. <laughs> so in addition to being part of the New York City Caps crew, you yes. are also with the Black Girls Hockey Club. Yes, yes, they're an amazing group of girls. I'm not, it's, I realized this is their inaugural year of doing meetups, so I got to do the meetup in New York. I would have loved to do the one in DC. Unfortunately, really close friend of ours, NYC Caps crew member actually died, so we had his funeral. Oh no! Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah. Yeah, and the Caps actually were very sweet. They sent over a letter. It, the best moment ever, I don't want to bring this down too much, was he was well enough that he was with us when we won the cup, and I just never forget his face and how happy he was, and it was the happiest of happy. But, yeah, so I didn't get to go to DC1, but I did get to go to the New York meetup, and it was beyond my expectations. <laughs> it was amazing. So tell us a little bit about that meetup. Um, what kind of things go like are you guys doing with the meetups and stuff like that? Sure. So the inaugural meetup was in D.C. And actually one of the members, it was actually a big meetup. About 45 women came. And so what was really great about that is somebody reached out to the Caps. And the Caps were very, very sweet to them. Brayden was there. Um, Brooks Orpik. I think Nick Dowd, I want to say, DSP, of course, uh, Madison Bowie, and they were just very sweet with them, meeting them, giving them autographs, talking with them about the stuff that they do in the community, and they watch the game. Um, so part of what, um, you know, Black Girl, Black Girl Hockey Club is trying to do is, like, you guys have been to games before, and sometimes it can be a little daunting as a woman going to a game is especially uh, yeah. if it's an opposing team, like if you're going to the opposing team stadium. Oh, so, yeah. No, we, we were talking today about you're going to the Flyers game. Yeah, I can't believe and, I'm doing um, that. <laughs> I, I have been booed on the concourse at a Flyers yeah. game. So it's, you know, daunting as a woman, but just imagine being a black woman and yeah. You know, with a lot of our experiences, we're usually the only black woman if we're going with somebody or even a huge group of people. So um, the founder, Renee, she's like, you know, I would like to hear about other women like me's experience to see if we have similar experiences. So she did a survey on Twitter and a lot of people tagged me and I filled it out and I, and you know, I met her through Twitter and she's like, you know, a lot of these women have the same experiences. We should do, you know, some meetups throughout, you know, the US 
and just get together and watch games because it is a unique experience being a black woman hockey fan <laughs> that's yeah. unique to probably I mean, well, everybody else. So be, that's, being a black uh, hockey fan, period, is also more unique is unique. Than, yeah, but being being female, I've seen. I think I can tell you, I've probably seen maybe five black women at Capital One Arena. <laughs> right, right. I don't see men. I did my part by bringing one of my favorite black women to games whenever she's available. But other than yeah, that, it's you know, it's kind of like you do feel like the unicorn. So. Between that and then also there's like the community service aspect, like yeah. understanding what the NHL is doing when it comes to, you know, hockey is for everyone and what they're doing in communities, what they're doing, like with Fort DuPont, for example. I think there's something in New York called Hockey for Harlem or Harlem for Hockey. I'm totally messing up that name. But just getting, you know, trying to understand what they're doing and see how we can help with that as well. So the first meetup, like I said, was in D.C. I couldn't make that, but I came to the one in New York. So it was a... Um, rangers bolts game but before that um it was a whole weekend thing so it was it was in february so we went to nhl office because it is there's one in new york right and <laughs> i just didn't expect anything i just thought okay we're gonna meet the vp of community relations the cmo is gonna stop by and cool all right but um you... gary bettman walked in i was like yeah. what <laughs> and he walks and he's like hi i'm gary i was like oh my goodness and so he takes us to see, like, they have a wall of the Stanley Cup of, like, all the names. And they're like, who's a Caps fan? And everybody looks at me, and I was like, I definitely am. And I'm just pointing at Wilson's name. I don't know if I saw anybody else's name. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, you want to take a photo next? And I was like, sure. And so he comes back into the room, and he's sitting with us. And he's like, ask me anything. I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And he wound up staying with us for an hour, which apparently the VP That's amazing. Yeah, she didn't expect that. And we were just asking him about, you know, I, me, I, I had a personal question, like, look, this is how I got in hockey. I really love the sport. How are you, you know, what are you doing to find people who look like me? Because you need to, you know, we know that you're trying yeah. to grow the sport, but we don't know about it. So what are, you, what are you doing to make this more accessible to people who yes. wouldn't typically yes. be? Yeah. yeah. So I was, yeah, and he was like, you know, you 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 hit on a good point, which is, you know, going to a hockey fan hockey game does a lot for fandom. Because I said oh God, to him, yeah. I said of the, I said of the four sports, to me by far, hockey is the most exciting sport to see in person. Oh, absolutely. I mm -hmm. um, so I took I took a friend of mine to her first hockey game last month, and I'm sure she thanks and you for that. She she's watched games with me before, and she's like. Wow, I'd do that again. Yeah, you like I told my friend. I had a friend who won free hockey tickets from somewhere, and so she she had to go with like coworkers. And I told her she's like, I don't know anything. I was like, I promise you're gonna have fun, and she did. She's like, I can't tell you what happened, but it was fun time. I've just I have for some reason the last couple of years I go home. Um, I'm I'm from Oklahoma originally, and mm -hmm. I go home and I'll pick up Stars tickets or something. Yeah. And for the last couple of years, I've had to find a person to go with me, and I'll like call one of my friends from high school and be like, "Hey, do you want to go to a hockey game?" And we're not people who do hockey out there, really. We're like right. football people. Right. Right. So, so I mean, I've I've just had you know some experiences have not been as fun as others, but I've had such great time going to hockey games. I really love what Black Girl Hockey Club is doing because you know it is a unique perspective being a black woman hockey fan 
And the NHL, very receptive and open to us. And so when Gary Batman was leaving, I was like, it's like, I want to hug each one of you. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take the opportunity. I was like, can I get a selfie? And he's like, okay. And everybody <laughs> just thought it was the best thing. But anybody who knows me knows that's just within my personality. I've asked yeah. TJ Oshie for one. He said yes. Like, this is just what I do. Ask Nick that's what Bastrom I do, for too. One. Like, it's like you, you have the opportunity. But apparently he truly appreciated it. I don't know as many people asking for selfies. It's because, um, it's because everybody, everybody hates Gary Bettman. That's the thing. Yeah, he was very open. He, I mean, he opened himself up to ask anything. He was, you know, very honest. I, I, I appreciated meeting him. Maybe, you know, he opened himself up to us because we probably wouldn't be like the average fan. I don't know. But um, it was it was great. I was going to say, did anybody ask him a question that you would expect maybe the average fan to ask? No. That? I think everybody kind of was like, you know what? We're not going to ask about why the playoff format like that or like all this <laughs> other stuff. Do you know your playoff <laughs> format is stupid? Like, it's, it was kind of like, you know, since we have the opportunity, let's ask him stuff that may be a little more personal to, you know, things like that. But he was, I, I, if we asked, I do believe he would have answered it. Wow. Because we didn't ask, there weren't just softball questions. Like, you know, we there were some who asked diversity questions. Like, you know, it seems like you only have one woman who's in, one black woman in the NHL. What is the interview process to get more people, more diverse people? Like, you know, they weren't just softball questions. And they 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 opened themselves up to that and they were answering. So they were super sweet. The the Rangers, they were very sweet to us. They had some players come out to meet us. We met Pavel Buchneves. I might be killing his name. He came out. Um, I was actually, my, my friend Marie was also with us. She's also a black girl Caps fan. And she wore her um, Nicholas Backstrom Dynamo jersey. So, of course, he went straight to her like, oh, you Dynamo jersey, who's on the back? And she's like, Backstrom. He was like, oh, he was so <laughs> sweet. And he was, I'm sure he was so impressed. Like, this girl's wearing a Dynamo jersey. But when she said Backstrom, he just, he, he just gave her a look and, like, she, kind of moved away. But it was Does awesome. she have the 99 or the 69? I want to say she has the 69. Most people get the 69. Nice. It's funnier. So, um, <laughs> if I had one, I'd have the 69. Yeah. Yes, so, would. you know, and they were just, the NHL showed us a really great weekend. We also got to see, we also were the first folks who got to see, um, the black history month truck, which was super amazing because you get to see DSP's gloves in there. And I was yes. like, well-deserved first of all, um, and you get to see like him and Madison Bowie whip the cup. And I was like, my boys did it. It was it was a great time, great great. Time. Yeah, I went and took advantage of uh, seeing it when it was down here at the Canadian Embassy. Last yeah, week yeah. I would have if I was if I was in town. I would have came back to I would have came down to DC to see it again. It was really awesome. I learned some things because I, I didn't. Know I learned a stuff. whole bunch of things. I, actually, Amy um, ended up doing a write up for our website um, because she went down and went to the Black History Truck. As well as watch the documentary Soul on Ice. Mm -hmm. I, I had that on my to-do list. I was like, I gotta it's see this. It's awesome for two. It's I've heard... really, really great. It's 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 a nice companion piece to everything that's in that truck. That's great. Um, that's and there's, great. There's some things that were sort of a repeat of of what you saw in that truck, and there are some things that kind of add on to it. One of the one of the through lines of it, and I'm not giving too much away, mm -hmm. follows um, a young 
black prospect from Toronto mm -hmm. through his training camp into his draft year. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, and, and his parents and the types of sacrifices that they make that are maybe different from white parents in Toronto. Yeah, yeah it was and, really awesome. You know, it was just really awesome. And we got to see the tour with um, Anson Carter, former Cap. Oh, awesome, yeah. Who is very awesome. And he's like, oh, my God, these girls are schooling me. They know what they're talking about. Not that he was shocked. He wasn't in the slightest. I think he was very impressed. He was. It, we were just like, he was sharing some fun stories that I feel like only women, probably also black women, would ask. Because he had his dreads when he was playing. So I was like, yo, how sweaty was your hair under that? And so we were just exchanging hair stories. Wait, really, what, really awesome How experience. sweaty was it? He he said he said it wasn't so bad, but some players would opposing players would try to tug it, and he of wound course. up getting a Gordy Howe because he fought the player who did that. And he was like, "All right, I scored, I got an assist, I, I'm gonna get this guy. All right, let's go." That so it was fair. a very fun story. I, I thought. Side so note: When's your boy Tom Wilson gonna get a Gordy Howe hat trick? Because I can't believe he doesn't have one. Yet. So I'm gonna just let you know: I don't think it's gonna happen. He's Tom, gonna make good choices. Do you think he's gonna make good choices? I don't. I, <laughs> I'd like to think that's the case, but I feel like didn't Madison Bowie get one? He did. So did that's he? one. I missed it. Bowie? No, it was Louis. Louis got oh, it. Oh, it was Louis. Okay, but so I, it was this. It was that game that we're talking about where they both scored, right? Yeah. Um, Bowie. Uh, Tom was the either the uh, Tom I think was the assist away. Madison. Yep. Madison was the. No, Madison was the assist away because Madison got in a fight. So Tom was yes. the fight away. Yes. And so, yeah. So when Louie scored, I was like, um, yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen because that's not who I expect to do that. So, um. Oh, Tyler Lewington? Absolutely. Tyler Lewington, like, he leads the Bears in penalty minutes. <laughs> Fisty McFisticuffs, Tyler Lewington. <laughs> Look, you haven't been to a Bears game unless you've seen Tyler Lewington go to the the box like well that's good to know so you might be my new favorite player after a while then <laughs> <laughs> i seem i seem to like the ones who like to rough it up a bit but um yeah i don't i mean i would love for it to happen because that just be a tom wilson thing to do but i also think it'll just be a very tom wilson thing for him to not get all that in one night so um i'm definitely on that watch though definitely i would rather he score goals i mean he is our first round pick goal scorer, Stanley Cup winning champion, who is also on the top line. So that's what he does is he score goals. So and he's, you gotta oh, worry and about he's, that. He has he's been also, making good decisions oh, about when he started throwing punches lately. He has. Like, I was impressed the other day during the Rangers game. Yeah, I was at that game too. And oh my goodness, I'm so glad I. The Ranger fans were nice because I mean they're not they're they're trying to tank. And they were still yelling at that man. And I was like, thank God I didn't wear my Tom Wilson jersey. I was like, I'm not trying to rile up crazies, but um, yeah, he's <laughs> he's very smart. He's gotten much smarter lately about which ones to take on. But they they the Ranger fans definitely had a death wish out for him. And I'm like, none of your players are about that life, so stop it. They're they're not taking this guy on. Do they even have well, anyone who would like fight Tom Wilson? Yeah, that's because I, I was like, because I was like, McQuaid is not there anymore. Right. Somebody said to me that maybe Tony D'Angelo, and I was like, I don't know him well like, enough to be like. That's the is he only really gonna one it? I would think, but only because I saw him try to roll up on Matt Niskanen. On saw Tony that too, and he got laughed at. 
Yeah, as he should. Like, come on now. We have a Stanley Cup to defend. We don't have time for this nonsense. So. That was, I think, my favorite moment of that game was Matt Neskin and just laughing in that dude's face. Like, and well, they were and so you know, mad. you know what he said? Because I rewound the television when I was watching it because I saw him chuckle. But then I saw that he said something, so I quick rewound it. And he looked at him and laughed and said, fuck off. <laughs> As he should. Like, we don't have time for such nonsense like that. Like, we got we to gotta save Rangers. that for when it counts. It's the Rangers who play us hard. But you know what? It's all good. I said, I also, you know, I went to that game and I said on Twitter that this game is going to end very stupidly. Yes, and boy, were you prescient. Ooh, are we, we are going to get to that later. I, you know, I was like, I don't know how stupid this is going to end, but this is going to be bizarre. And boy, was that funny. That was great. could not have anticipated just <laughs> how couldn't. stupid. The levels of stupid. I was like, I'll take it. But my goodness, that was awesome. <laughs> um, so the other thing, and one of the big reasons that we really wanted to have you on to talk about this, because Amy's white. I'm white passing. <laughs> we don't want to, like, step on any toes. And we want to make sure that we amplify black voices in this matter. Oh, yay. I appreciate that. <laughs> we're here, we're here you know, um, for... Uh, I appreciate... I'll say I really appreciate it. Um, I mean, hopefully I'm making sense here. But um, I, I really appreciate that. Because I can say, I'm like, so Devontae Smith Pelly gets waived. Yes, and I was angry. And you were not the only one. That ruined my day. And Madison Bowie gets traded. So the Washington Capitals go from three players of color to no players of color inside Yeah, yeah. It was like. And inside Black History Month, not just inside Stay Month, inside that month. And I was in Africa. I felt personally attacked. Yeah, I was like, is this, did I do something wrong here? I was very, very angry. And, you know, I was thinking like, you know, yes, I like these players because they're black, but let me also, because I root for everybody black except for Ryan Reeves, just because there's not many of us in the league. So, oh, yeah, God I love root you. for everybody. Wait, just right, or like even Evander Kane? No, I don't root for him either. Okay, just okay. check it, just check it. Yeah, I don't root for him either, but Ryan Reeves is definitely on the top of my list because I really, 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 for obvious reasons, oh, yeah. don't like that man. But, um, yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, think of the business side. But I was like, right. no, I don't feel like thinking and of then, the business side because I am not in the office. I am a fan, so I'm allowed right. to be emotional and, and have my reasons. that's the thing that I wanted to bring up because I kept seeing on Twitter, and I went off about this, and I, and I feel like, you know, I could have kept my mouth shut, but it's very easy for people to say, oh, well, it's just the business. Yes, when you're and a that white person sitting there, like, yeah, it is the business, but when you're a white person sitting there and everybody you see out there on the ice looks like you. Yes, yes, yeah. So for me, I was angry and I had to say something about that too. And some of the people I wanted to say it to are very lucky I did not at them. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not turning this into a fight. I'm just going to talk about how I feel about that. And for me, DSP especially, he was, we don't have a cup without him. He was no. our playoff. Absolutely hero. not. And yep. for me, there's first of all, a chemistry issue. So I was emotional when we traded Brooks life. Clearly that's a business decision. I understand mm. that, but I think the chemistry went off after that. And I don't think, you know, so I get trades and stuff, but chemistry is a huge thing. So first of all, with DSP, huge chemistry thing. That pissed me off. Also, you he is a playoff hero, so 
okay if the numbers aren't there what they were expecting, but I think somebody who was clutch, and you can't teach clutch. Right. Lord knows we've signed for clutch, and that didn't <laughs> happen. You can't teach that. I think that he could have deserved the benefit of the doubt that other members who are still on this team <laughs> got. I, you know, I'm not going to say that, but uh, you might have said that. You know, like, I think he deserved that benefit of the doubt. Also, he stayed, he took a discount to stay with us where he could have gotten overpaid elsewhere because I think he stayed with us and he appreciated that there were fans at the parade that looked like him and that he probably was going to be helping to get a new fan base of people who look like us. Right. Well, him, because women don't play in the NHL. But, you know, like, <laughs> to get player, to get kids who are like, okay, that guy could be my hero, so I'm going to go to Fort DuPont. I'm going to go learn how to play right. hockey because this guy was the man. To, and, to, and to well, do you know what him... I, walking into a classroom where they're chanting yes. his name. Yes. Yeah, and that was the first thing I thought of when they put him yes. on waivers was that, that classroom. Pissed, yeah, it pissed me off too because he was very active in the community. Very, very active and enjoyed doing that. So that, you know, that t- it just takes away so much. I understand it is the business, but sometimes things go beyond business. And that's happened where a lot of times it's like, okay, this might have been the best business move, but this is not what we do because of an appreciation factor. Not saying that they don't appreciate him in the front office or anything, but we're very lucky that he was not picked up. Oh, absolutely. Because I think there was, a, there, I mean, Every goal he scored in the playoffs either was a dagger goal or like, the, I mean, you or know, a we, tying we, goal or a or... tying goal. Like, you know, Lars Eller cannot do what he did if DSP did not tie it in that moment. He right. was so clutch. And I just think of also, I saw on Twitter some teacher, he was a, he's a black man, hockey fan, DC guy in DC. And he's like, you know, I'm so happy I get to teach these kids beyond just Willie O'Ree that I can say, hey, hometown hero Devontae Smith-Pelly did this in this city. I just thought that 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 just really hurt. And then for then that, then Madison Valley to be traded (laughs) right after that, that just really, that really hurt. And I I don't feel bad or I'm happy I said something because it's like, how dare you tell me it's the business? Like, I don't know that. I know I can go look up how many points they scored or didn't score or how the defensive play wasn't where you wanted to be. I can go look that up. So why do you feel the need to tell me something on my personal Twitter about how I feel personally? So, yeah, I had a problem with that. <laughs> and then, I you had know, to think, you know, I had the... to say, how do I say this eloquently so that I'm not cussing folks out like I want to? But, yeah, that hurt my feelings. Then you get your straw man. Like, of course, I saw the straw man <laughs> argument of, you know, well, if, 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 you want to see a player that looks like you. Well, maybe this kid of this ethnicity wants to see a player that looks like them. Yeah, they do. That's yeah, they the do. fucking point. Yeah, they do. <laughs> the NHL does too. So they told me. So you know, you know. And that's why it, it, it's I a keep... bigger issue with the NHL that when you take away three players, that turns a team from diversity to vanilla white. That's crazy. And now our only player of color is white passing First Nations TJ Oshie. Right, which many people probably wouldn't even think. Right. Like, most people don't even know that. Like, Yeah, most people don't know that. So, And I just think, and even with the straw man argument, I keep coming back to that interview. Mm-hmm. I guess this is, is it maybe... I don't know, it was one of the guys that goes in the locker room and interviews the players asking Jonas Siegenthaler if there are little Thai kids looking up to him. And he's like, totally, 
mind blown that somebody would ask him that because he doesn't know but right (laughs) right (laughs) but to be the first player of Thai descent or to be the black player that just won the Stanley Cup like people don't understand that it's a big deal it's a huge deal and I know that meant and also just given what I read about how that all went down I didn't like that either that was so that was a mess. It was a shit show, yeah. Yeah, and you know, no one deserves that, but he does not deserve that. So yeah, I was mad. And especially because I'm like, if we're using the argument that he didn't live up to whatever your standards you set for him, I'm like, half the team <laughs> isn't living up to what standards we put well, them to. So Andre let, Burakovsky is still here. So and look, I love the man and I'm happy he's here, but I mean, that, there's some red, there's real, some real elephants in the room. Like, come on, you really want to use that argument? Do we really want to go there? Like, stop it, you know? So, so yeah. they, but, when they waved D- Devontae smith Pelly, they got Carl Hagelin. Yeah, and that also, here's the thing. Carl Hagelin, I'm like, you refuse to leave my life. My goodness. Like, in every way, shape, or form. Look, he is a, I I think that's a great move. But to hear your playoff hero, your hero guy, gone, and then Carl Hagelin, I was like, oh, my God. Like, is this the, what's going on today? Does that add twist the knife even further? Insult to injury, knowing that this former penguin... It did, especially, like, look, Carl... Former Ranger, former Penguin. Yeah, I'm just like, look, he's... I think that was a good... It's a good move to pick him up, especially hearing that Pittsburgh attempted to pick him up again and realize it's illegal. (laughs) I I get all that, but it's just all that news in once. I was like, I I truly need a minute here because I... My my brain is not computing this correctly. Does it make you feel just a tiny bit better to know that Pittsburgh's paying Carl Hagelin to play for us? Oh, of course. I mean, I got a little scared, like, whoa, is he going to snake us? But I was like, you know what? He's a true professional, so no. It was also awesome seeing him score <laughs> at MSG because all the Ranger fans were like, we should have never let him go. We miss him. So, you know, yeah, I, I love that that goal was sponsored by Pittsburgh, and it was at MSG. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And I'm gonna keep. Well, and he's not gonna he's not gonna snake us because he's got enough of his fellow Swedes to keep him in line. Yeah, I was gonna say I BFF with Nick Backstrom. Yeah, I was like Nicholas Backstrom will take him on his knee and spank him. I already know. So um, no, let's just take a moment to imagine that. I am. I love it. I mean, look, the move. I I get it. I I truly get it. You know what I mean? But I'm just it 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 just didn't sit well with me, and it just took me some time. And I, I saw the video. of of Carl Hacklin dancing with Tom Wilson. Oh my God! <laughs> and then and that's when that. I that's came later, around that's on later on the list. Island. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I officially love this move now because they look like best friends already. I was like, so. oh, he's weird as shit, just like the rest of them. He he got it immediately. It was as if he like had a sleepover at Nicholas Backstrom's house. Like, okay, what do I need to do now to prove to everybody that I'm here? And so he's like, all right, you go play with Tom real quick. So it was great. <laughs> it, it was, I, I, you know, I look, I. I don't think he's a snake. I think he, I, you know, I understand why we traded for him, clearly. I, you know, he's super fast, and I love that. I mean, and like I said, it's awesome that Pittsburgh thought they could get him back, but now realize they have to pay for him to play us. It's great. It's great. So a week removed from the trade deadline, how do you feel about Carl Hagelin and Nick Jensen as Washington Capitals? So I do like, I like the move 
for Nick Jensen. I mean, because I'm just hoping the way that magic struck with Kempney, that it strikes with Jensen as well. Do you, I, like, I feel nervous that they've already signed him to that camp. But deal. yeah, I was going to say that can he like get to DC first and actually step on DC soil before we say we're going to sign him the four years? That part feels a little shattenkirky to me. Like we've already gotten burned by somebody who was supposed to play. Yeah, but you know what? It, my thought about that is we're not going to have Warwick next season. Yeah, he's Period. retired. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you know, I don't think Niskanen's going to stick around forever. That's what I've been hearing, And, too. or, like, if he does, he's not going to be, like, he might be in the bottom pick. I am yeah. still concerned about Matt Niskanen. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. So, I, you know, I think that it was a, it was a great, unique pickup. Like, I've seen, I've seen it, you know, on Twitter, like, people from, uh, people from Detroit, like, that's actually a great, smart pickup. I heard also Pittsburgh might have wanted him, or at least Pittsburgh reporters wanted Pittsburgh to want him. So I also Well, and I think, I think that. That, was, that was smart, too. And, and actually, Ian and Peter mentioned it on their podcast today, but I will echo their sentiment that not only was it a smart pickup to kind of fill in the gaps of what we need defensively, but it was an even better move to get him so that others couldn't. Yeah, because yeah. we saw what Pittsburgh did, and that is amazing. That was certainly <laughs> a choice. I mean, can you imagine? Like, we, we there's a team, we have a team with Alex Ovechkin, we have a team with Kuzi, and these other teams are losing their minds to sign people who might fight Tom Wilson. Like, what's going on? We've totally won. We're winning if you're signing people who Tom Wilson has Tom real Wilson. estate all over the NHL. It's crazy. In everybody's minds. It's amazing. And you would think that the way they were talking about this horrible Pittsburgh defenseman who signed with them, that, oh, my God, he beat up Tom Wilson. I look at the fight. I was like, really? Okay. Have fun. Great. I don't think that he won that fight. Pittsburgh's got a great history of having guys who can beat up Tom Wilson, right? I mean, we saw what he, Tom Wilson knocked a guy out the state. Like, what's going on? Like, I mean, I, like literally, dude went back to <laughs> Dallas. I mean, he knocked a guy into Texas. Like, his that that GM is going to get that entire team beat up, and I'm living for that because that so, is amazing. Help my 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 adult aged brain out. We don't play them again in the regular season, do we? I think we have one more game. We have one or two more games. One more game at least because we're going to do one more. We have one. Yeah, because we're doing a meetup for it. That's how I know we play them at least one more time. (laughs) I was going to say, you know, they might not even have to worry about it because they might not make the playoffs. Oh, um... It's literally (laughs) next week, Amy. It's next Tuesday. The 16th, right? Uh, The 12th. 12th, okay. Yeah. All right, well. But so I'm excited to see that. I'm like, who who y'all going to get? I mean, Tom Wilson has some guy in Colorado who can't even see straight right now. Like, what are y'all doing? That guy got what he deserved. Oh, you don't go mess with Koozie and think you're going to get away with it. Like, I don't like to condone It's Ian Tom Cole, fighting, okay. But, oh, you know what? Ian Cole used to be a penguin, too. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm. I was. We're, we actually had a meetup for that game, and it was like we always had the best Tom Wilson fights. I feel <laughs> during meetup. I couldn't oh, love that kid anymore. Well, then let's call it a meetup when we go to the Devils game, and we'll see. Who oh, we, not that they have any players left to put on no. the ice right now. No. Oh that my should... God, they're dropping like flies over there. So let's. Yeah. It. <laughs> Crazy. Let's, let's hold on to that one because we got a whole segment about the devils. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to so hear it. Let's talk about let's talk about the trade deadline. Um some some interesting stuff happened. Um my personal favorite is Matt Zuccarello getting traded to Dallas from the oh. New York Rangers. Oh, poor thing. Like Dallas got him killed like immediately. Scored a goal, oh. got an assist, and then broke his arm blocking. His yeah, arm. I was like Poor thing. I, you know, so when you asked earlier, is there a ranger I don't hate? I've always had appreciation for him because he's so little and pocket size. So I was like, I can't. I mean, he's good, but I was like, I can't hate this guy. No, no. You know, he's so little. And I've done absolutely no scientific research on this at all. Has the best ass <laughs> in the league. Oh, interesting. I got it. Okay. Well, I got to find that out. People will, say, people will say it's Sidney Crosby, but no, no. It's Matt I Zuccarello. definitely won't say that, but okay. I won't either for two, so <laughs> it's just, no, I can't. That man is asexual to me. Like, he's like, he's like an amoeba in a hockey uniform. Like, I agree. There's, there's nothing... nothing appealing, and especially come playoffs when he tries to grow whatever oh, that is on his that face. That thing. Whatever that is. That is not facial hair. Girl, I don't know what it stop. is. Just stop. Anyway, so he had half surgery on that. Yeah, that is sad. And you know, I, you know, I, you know, get. I wished him well because I was like, he seems like a really good guy. He seemed beloved in New York. So yeah. I and wished poor him well. Hank cried Hank about cried. him. Uh, that yeah, that was sad. And that I was, was like, not you know okay. what? I was like, Rangers, y'all got to do that man a solid and didn't somehow I don't know steal a cup for him or something because that broke my heart. I'm not a Ranger fan. And it's super sad because Dallas was so excited about Max. Yeah. Yeah. And even and this week, they did like, they do like a poll, best picture of the week, best play of the week, whatever. And Zuccarello won. Yeah. They were so excited immediately when he scored, too. It was sad. That is sad. Columbus were trade line buyers <laughs> and they still suck. Oh. I personally. Here's the thing. Love that. They picked up locker room poison. Matt Absolutely. I mean, first of all, yeah. <laughs> Duchesne, yeah, they did. They did. And now um, I feel bad because Keith Kincaid is there, and I know he's not ever going to play in goal for them. No. And it, what's interesting, though, too, is them losing, and it's goaltending, and it's their goalie. <laughs> so Bob's not as good as they think he is. No, and it seems like when he goes in the playoffs that he's trash. Um, We've seen it. Yeah, we, we've seen Ask it. Caps fans. We've seen it. Mm. And what's interesting about Columbus, and I truly believe in curses and karma, is when they decided during a regular season game that they should mock Koozie because they beat us in a regular season game and doing that little unseasoned chicken bird celly, that, that's what happens when you're celebrating things that aren't things that you should be celebrating, that you trade for everyone to get up the first round and you can't win a game so first of all i get pissed off when people make fun of that celebration and i get pissed off when people mock it because he does that for his daughter absolutely and any loving dad should do what their what makes their daughter happy 
Especially since we then found out she gets mad when he doesn't do it. Yeah, and so that's why it's like, it, I'm just, I, I just hope they have a loop for her, like, in her room of him doing it, like, like his wallpaper or something. Like, I hope, you know what, maybe they can get that, like, the people who made that sign. The, the sign that makes his arms flap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that Someone get one of those for Yesenia. Yeah, I love that little girl because as long as I shall live, the bird Sally is always in my heart because yes. that was the that was one that was a top five moment for me seeing him do that in Pittsburgh. Oh God, yeah. I mean, without Chris question, Latang's stick just goes flying. Oh, uh, that was even better. <laughs> I've got my eyes closed. I'm just imagining it right now. Ah, uh, and also Cindy Crosby kind of passing that to Ovi. Like that was an all star <laughs> play. If I've never seen one, that was great. So here's the Columbus thing I'm here for. I'm here for them to not even make the playoffs. I am too. I actually... And then lose yeah. Panarin, yeah. Bob, like, and Duchesne in the offs. Yeah. Would you rather Columbus? And be fucked. Connor Carrick, the traveling cricket from... Oh, little cricket. From D.C. to Toronto to Dallas to the, fest- to to the festering hellhole of accursed New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good luck to him. That's all I can say. I hopefully mean, he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. It, it seems unlikely at this point, but hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. It, I, all I can say is, you know, Godspeed, good luck, because there's nothing else to say. <laughs> I hope he enjoys it. I um, don't know. <laughs> I hope Hoagie has a good time. I know. Yeah. Hoagie's so cute. Um, on that note, uh, I feel like Marcus Johansson being traded to Boston is maybe what caused this avalanche of injuries. Like somehow JoJo was holding back the flood. <sighs> I feel so bad for that man. Like, I feel like he's going to get PTSD having to see Marshan. Like, I don't think that's fair to him. He's far too sweet. Did you, see, did you see the picture that the Bruins posted? Yes, I did. And I, Where he's like sitting on the boards and he, he's grinning and fist bumping Marshawn and I felt uncomfortable. I did too. And I feel like they made them do that. So I, he's, I don't, that's just not fair. I, I, I want better for him. Anyway, we've gone from being a Caps and uh, Devils podcast to being a Caps and Bruins podcast, unfortunately. Now that. <laughs> yeah. JoJo is Julie's favorite. I lo- he's I love him. I was, I, where he I goes, was I will follow. Yeah, I was sad when he was traded to the Devils, and brutal. I'm sad that he was traded to Boston. I, I really am sad, and I I love him. I I was hearing rumors that there might be a chance that they, he was going to be traded back to the Cats. I so clearly that we were we were crossing our fingers because what Jersey got for him was a second round pick and I think a fourth round pick and they retained 40% of his salary. We totally could have done that if we just, yeah. we could have given them Andre Burakovsky. Yeah. But you know, clearly we need to keep Burakovsky. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to be our playoff hero in some game. Although he did score. I mean, he was our playoff hero in Tampa. So he definitely was. I mean, he's a- him and my boyfriend. <laughs> I like that little boy. He's just extremely streaky. He's got to get it together. He'll, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll have his breakout game in the playoffs. I I feel, I feel that. And then the only trade that happened other than Matt Zuccarello that I liked, Wayne Simmons is a Nashville predator. 
So I am so envious of Nashville that they got two sexual chocolate guys who are going to just give us all of the content that's going to make me excited. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I love it, but I am a little, I am very envious because I was trying on Twitter to get Wayne Simmons to DC. (laughs) I so hard. But I mean, why would do you, do you do feel that? like a weight is lifted off of you now that he's not a flyer and you Absolutely. can like actually enjoy him? Absolutely, because I love him and I clearly hate the flyers. So I'm very, ha- I'm happy that clearly that he's traded to a team that has a chance. And I think that they're going to be, I think they're going to treat him really well. And I'm just hoping the NHL sees that they have some two great personalities of color there that they can create some awesome content. Use it. So, I, I, you know, I'm very happy for him. I really was hoping somehow he'd get to D.C. But, you know, and I have nothing but respect for him because he left Philly in the most Philly way by knocking out two pens. So I'm sure they're going to always give him the standing ovation when he goes back to Philly. And the worst part, the worst part was poor Claude. Claude. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I'm very happy for him. I, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for him. It's a little weird not seeing him in Flyers gear, but I'm very happy for him. At least he looks good in a bright color. He looks great in the bright color. He looks great. So, what's the message, Gary? This is quite the full docket for dumbass hits this week. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of them. Known goon Radko Gudis. Yes. <laughs> Nikita Kucherov with a high stick. Another one of those crazy ass stick penalties. What is up with the stick penalties, y'all? Yeah, I mean, it's getting really dangerous out there. And because I... my other, I have another stick penalty in here. There's Adam Lowry's two games for high sticking Philip Forsberg, which is another, again, swinging the stick around. Like, Why? Yeah, and like, why are we trying to kill each other? What's going on here? And like, as I've said before, our, our What's the Message Gary segment has a sub-segment of would Tom Wilson be suspended for it? And oh, the answer, I mean... The answer for these two is no, because Tom Wilson wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. I think he's responsible enough like, not to do that. Like, going to hit you with his big-ass body, and he might knock you out, but he's not going to swing his stick around. You know... I've given this some thought in terms of, like, what's with all the stick penalties. And I'm wondering if, like, you know, obviously there's a message that Gary wants Tom Wilson to get, which is the whole thing behind what's the message, Gary. And I think, to be fair, Tom Wilson has gotten whatever message that is. I think part of that message is, hey, Tom, let's be a little more careful about choosing who you want to hit and when. Yeah. Like, Tom, you're, you're um, unfortunately... Hey, Tom. Let's yeah, be Tom. a little bit more careful about choosing who you want to throw down the gloves with and when. Yeah, they're like, and Tom, I think, unfortunately, you're bigger than everybody else, so... <laughs> well, and I think, and this is my own personal theory that I just came up with on the fly, is that the purveyance of players across the NHL have seen the 20-game suspension for Tommy. Mm-hmm. And known goon Radko Gudis... And mm-hmm. a couple of these other players have enough of a brain on them to go, All right. well, I don't want that to All happen right. to me. Let's not stretch it about Radko Gudis having a brain, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, that's enough a little... of one. I didn't say a whole one. I said enough of one. To say, I don't want that kind of shit to happen to me, but maybe if I fuck around with my stick a little bit and try not to get caught, I can still 
That, that is, um, it's incredibly dangerous. I, I find that incredibly scary. And it's, I find it just lucky that these guys who are getting hit with these sticks are okay. Like yeah. that, 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 especially since some of them are swung in an extremely yes. weapon like fashion. Yeah, there was a guy in Pittsburgh who I think is a thug who totally was who looks like Shrek. Some, yeah, yeah, who was uh, totally yeah, that trying was one to take them. someone out, and that was intent. If you ask me, that was legit intent. So I'm not yeah. gonna name any names. Yeah. But if y'all want to talk about my guy being some but type it rhymes of menace, with Schmalkin. Yeah, I'm like, about our guy being a menace to society, absolutely not. Well, I think these little, st- yeah. Fortunately, he got suspended a game for that. Yeah, he and did. He had His never very been first suspension before, and now he has a history. Yeah, now he, yeah, now he's a noted <laughs> offender. <laughs> now he can be a repeat offender. Officially. You know who else is going to be a repeat offender? Connor McDavid got two games That's for checking Nick Letty. I was shocked. Connor McDavid's like, that's fine. Let him suffer for two games. Um, I, was, I don't I think that a legal check to the head should be a two-minute minor. No, yeah. it should be yeah. a five-minute. If boarding yeah. gets you five minutes, an illegal check to the head should, too. Yeah. Um, anything called illegal check to the head should get you thrown out of the game. Absolutely. I, was, I, was, I just did not think that they would suspend Connor McDavid, so that's why I'm shocked. Um, I also have Wayne Simmons' hit on Brian Dumoulin, which Fatou already referenced. It was a late high hit, but, yeah. you know, shit In the shoulder. It, I, I, like I said, that was his gift to Philadelphia. Like, guys, we know that it's going to end, but I'm going to do you guys a solid. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the one I was going to compare? Oh, you mentioned Tom is just that much bigger than guys. Well, speaking of that much bigger than guys, and here's another one that got no penalty and no further discipline. Actually, no, it did get a penalty because it involved a fight afterward. So, um, Evander Kane, who's yes. Mr. Trash, yes. uh, kind of ran into the mountain that skates that is Zidane Chara. Yeah. yeah. And then... And it's like, yeah, Zidane Chara's shoulder hit his head because that's where mm-hmm. Zidane Chara's shoulder is. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a big he's, one. He's eight feet tall. Yeah, he's a big one. And, and then, don't let you don't let your fist write checks that your body can't cash. I mean, yeah, uh, because uh, that check bounced, and so yeah, did and, Kane's yeah, body. Yeah, and that that's the way you had to learn, then. I guess that's the way you had to learn. Ooh, he was pissed, though. He was running his mouth I don't know why. Him. Like, it's not like Chara's a new guy. Yeah, like, we've known forever. I don't know why people big... don't know this. Evander Kane and Ryan Reeves need to go sit in a corner together, and they can just play patty cake, and everyone well, can ignore I them. I mean, we all know where Ryan Reeves is going to be sitting. He's going to be sitting next to us in the press box, because... That's what he does when they're oh, important yeah. games. That's so. where he was during game five of the Stanley Cup final, wasn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it definitely won on the ice. So I didn't see him. I don't know if you guys did, but I definitely didn't see him. Couldn't have happened to a better person. Um, and then my last one is Curtis Gabriel boarding Nolan Patrick. Um, he was suspended one game. Devils yeah. fans were pissed because they thought Nolan Patrick laid a retaliatory hit. John Hines was like, nah, that was a legal hit. Yeah, it's 
It just, yeah. it was really unfortunate for them that Gabriel got suspended because they have, like, five actual functional NHL forwards <laughs> and some AHL guys. Poor things. That's in my lowlights. The Devils are skating a defense minute forward because that's how few healthy players they have right now. I, it's Literally. Very, it's so interesting with the Devils because I feel for the past two seasons, and maybe it's just been, like, the first five games, I feel like they started so extremely hot in the beginning and then die. Yeah, like, so time. last season, they started off so well that yeah. they were at the top of the Metro yeah. and had enough points to carry them through to scrape mm. into the playoffs. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, I don't know what black cat is walking. <laughs> Whichever one there. caused Taylor Hall to have to have arthroscopic surgery last yeah, week. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, too. He's been out since before Christmas. Yeah. And if... Brooks Orpic having arthroscopic surgery is any indication. I don't think Taylor Hall's coming back this season. Yeah, because Orpic was out for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're saying, like, four weeks. Like, that's the rest of the season, bros. That's truly the rest of the season. And kind of just seeing where the Devils are, I don't think it's even worth it to have like, him. Yeah, why bother? Come out. Like, just let him recover. I mean, like, why risk it? Like, Palmieri's hurt. Heashier's hurt. Their whole top line's gone. Yeah, it, it, the injury bug can be very cruel sometimes. They traded one player off of their top line, and then the rest of them got hurt. So did you write New Jersey? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Is so that, that called Jojo Juju? That should be fun then when we see them, when we, when the Caps see them, hopefully. Yeah, it'll, hopefully it'll be more fun than the last time we went up there to see the Caps. Oh, that was bad. I had a great time. Most of the people I was with, not so much. Well, you know what? At least somebody had a great time. All we did was, you know, after a while, we are like, at least we got a cup. Because they were trying to yell at us. And they're like, oh, yeah, you do have a cup. I was like, yes, we finally can get a drink at the bar because we have a cup. So we, that's uh, all we had for them. Uh, <laughs> our friend Brian caught a T-shirt for me. And then the Devils fans behind us got mad because I was wearing a Caps jersey. But I was wearing a JoJo Winter Classic jersey. So I don't know if there's yeah. a literacy issue or what. They didn't get it. They must have forgot. That and then I got hot it. and I had to strip off my jersey. And then they yelled at me because I was rooting for two teams. And I was like, have oh. you not noticed that I've been rooting for the Devils this entire time we've been sitting here? Did you and not see what happened when JoJo scored? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I was like, come on, you're still one of us. I was sitting next to Kara from Russian Machine, and she, like, grabbed my jersey. She's like, sit down! I met her this weekend. She's very sweet. She's hilarious. She is. Yeah, she's on her tour to see all of Lolita, so I got to see her in at Islanders game. So, yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, so I'm she can off all the ones that, no, uh, that I've, I've knocked off of mine. I have, I, have, I have sort of the same bucket list as Kara, except I want to see a Caps game. In every single arena, she doesn't care who she goes that to. That is awesome. I um, like that. because yeah, because she did Dallas and she went to a Canucks game. I like I like where your head is with this. So yeah, so I've been to um, obviously you know so Julie and I are both season ticket holders, so we're at the Capital One all the time. Some and then I've done holders in New Jersey. <laughs> I've, I've done the Rock, the Garden. Or yeah. Madison Square Garden, I should say. Barclays. I have not done Nassau yet. I, I went to the Ugh. Joe before it closed, and I went to Little Caesars when it opened last year. Oh, cool. You got to do American Airlines did Center. The California a Road 7-Eleven in there, man. That's man. awesome. <laughs> I, I, I did the California road trip with them a couple of years ago, so I've done San Jose, uh, L.A., and Anaheim. I did L.A. last year. And, and got spanked. Um, 
<laughs> I did Nashville. I did that I as well. Did Columbus, uh, correct? I haven't. I was going to do it this oh, year, but then I ended up moving. Oh no, that's what we, we went to Rufus Wainwright. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's right. Um, and then um, I'm actually going to go to the Flyers game not this week, but next, next week on the okay. 14th. So I'm going to extend the same luck to you. Good luck. Let's let's hope Well, I'm going this. with my cousin who is a Flyers fan, but he had an extra ticket, so we're going to have lower bowl seats. And the plan is... That's great. ...for me to make a sign that says, we'll goaltend for Gritty Hug. <laughs> I, am, I look forward to meeting Gritty. That was a reason that I said, all right, fine. I'm not going to be scared. I'm going to go to Philly because Gritty's going to protect I, me. Julie and I met Gritty. <laughs> was it awesome? It was awesome. It was very awesome. Although Julie got shunned Gritty by Gritty because she was wearing awesome. cap scare. Oh, <laughs> I want to meet him. So I, I hope, I hope, I hope to get to meet Gritty, and I hope he doesn't mind if I'm in cap scare. <laughs> I don't know. You might make yourself a target. Yeah, I, we I, were not. We were not in a game environment when we met no, him. No, we were at Hockey on the Hill. Okay, so he was just messing around with you Oh, yeah, no, it was like, it was a good time. It was all in good fun. He didn't wrap me up in an electrical corn like he did the Penn's fan that was there. <laughs> Penguins fan. He's, he's awesome. I hope he streaks when I go there. Naked <laughs> <laughs> Gritty! <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Gritty's a mess. I love him. Uh, so in highlights, we have uh, Sidney Crosby, Mike Sullivan, and Gino Malkin all got thrown out of a game. Woo-hoo! I mean... <laughs> The shark. I mean, they had a meltdown against the sharks. Oh yeah, fully. That is a great highlight, especially because Sidney Crosby was peak Sidney Crosby, like fighting somebody who was already engaged. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, and then immediately turtling when they decided to engage with him. Of course. Like, what else would he do? Like, you know, I, I'm really interested to see how this ends this season for Pittsburgh. Oh. Don't want them to make the playoffs. So I am. I mean, because you know, all to you know, playoffs is a whole new season. I get that, but this this Pittsburgh team is not is they bad. They're not. Yeah, the well, things and that I they th- depended on before. I think, st- I think the statistic is, and and if you all can keep me honest, then great. But um, then or else somebody will correct us on Twitter or something. Sure, I don't think they've missed to. the playoffs since they've had Sid. Huh. That's that sounds true. <laughs> we'll sounds let Twitter. We'll, what year we'll did have... he what year did he what year did he start with the Pens? Cuz I know what year it was that they last missed. Was it it so wasn't it so when Ovi came in the league wasn't that the um lockout and then he came after that? Yeah. So it's been since 2005-2006 season since the Pens have missed the playoffs. And I think that's right about the time that Sid showed up. Maybe. Yeah, and you know what he would be great? He was drafted in 2005. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. His first, so they haven't yeah, missed the playoffs season, since they've had Sid. His first season was 5-6. So that would be amazing also for them to miss the playoffs because I want to see the collective meltdown of Pittsburgh because oh the Steelers God. did what they did this year. So they're like, okay, but we got the pins and yeah. That would be amazing mm. to just see them and their reporters collectively melt down and find a way to blame Tom Wilson and or Obi. <laughs> so, I look forward to that. That would be amazing. 
That um, would be amazing. Other highlights. The Flyers forced overtime against the Pens in the Stadium Series game. That was such a great and game. Was so that was a great good. game. That and was great. Claude Giroux was mic'd up, and he told Wayne Simmons that he loved him. And it was heartbreaking because that was no Wayne Simmons' last happens, game. No matter what happens, he loves yep. him. Yep. I mean, that was Wayne Simmons' love letter to Philly. Like, oh, yeah. all right, let me knock out two of their players. Let us have a come from behind. See, so that's the game where I was like, you know what? This talk of Pittsburgh not making the playoffs. Maybe I believe it after that game because right. that was a melt. That was a that was a meltdown on their end. Like they had no business losing that game. No, not at all. They were so, up so far. I think Sid was distracted by gritty streaking. Yeah. Also, more importantly, most I mean, importantly, most importantly, gritty I mean, that's streaking. a good point. That's a great point. I mean, that was definitely a highlight. In other um, highlights, Haglin and Jensen might actually be good for the Caps. I mean, Haglin was everywhere at that um, MSG. At, at, at MSG. He was everywhere. He I haven't seen anything from either one of them that I don't like yet. Yeah. I mean, they've I mean, both taken their requisite hooking penalty. So I mean, you got to do it as a cap, I guess. <laughs> they found their way out to the Washington Capitals local street corner, and we've taken our hooking penalty. So now we're part of the team. I can't wait to see what weird ass shit Jensen's gonna get up to in the tunnel. I mean, clearly he has to. Like, I mean, like Haglin's leaning in. He is already. He's like, all right, let's do this, guys. I mean, I think he's maybe Jensen will hold Verona's hand. I mean, we need somebody to hold his hand. Oh, that was the sweetest. I can't believe I didn't mention that we were talking about that. That was the sweetest tribute. Oh, ever. I was like, I was like, who makes Brana sad? Like, that is a crime. So we have to untrade. Like, oh, that was so sad. And that was a, that was the sweetest, Call Detroit. sweetest tribute. We have to get Madison Bowie back. Jacob Verona is sad. I mean, he needs somebody to hold his hand. I mean, I volunteered. My hand is much smaller. <laughs> but I was like, uh, and you can I put a big skate. hockey glove on it. They wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, I was like, I can't skate either. But uh, you know, I'll hold your hand. Oh, that was so sweet. Oh, I love those little boys. But yeah, I, I yeah, Somebody Haglin needs to hold is his a hand. huge highlight. Haglin is a gr- is a huge highlight. I, I'm, you know, I'm excited. And then my last highlight bullet point: <laughs> Marcus Johansson. That's, That's a bullet point. No, uh, not just an assist in his first game with the Bruins. Is like friends with Brad Marchand now or something. I I, that is still too freaky for me. I I, I I can't wrap my head. Like when I saw him in the jersey, I was like, I cannot wrap my head. It's weird. This. Okay, it's this weird. Is, it's really weird. He it is strange. Good in yellow. He needs to be in red. Red and only red. Yeah, it is. It is strange. I was also going to accept green if they were going to keep trading people to Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I can't drive to Dallas in a day, but I also can't drive to Boston in a day. Yeah. And I like Dallas, so... I, yeah. Yeah, I feel like him and Sagan could get some good content together. Oh. I mean, oh, my. Tyler Sagan is always good content, I'm just I mean, gonna say. I'm sure... I, oh, I feel Fat like... 2 is on my Tyler Sagan wagon. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like, I not at be? the Are you very kidding? least, JoJo knows how to handle a slutty idiot who can't read. <laughs> I, <laughs> I um, I, speaking of Tyler Sagan, I finally went. I went to a Cap Stars game simply to see Tyler Sagan. I mean, in the Caps too. Been there, been there. Well, no, I love the Stars. Like it's not like. <laughs> oh, so I have an extra added highlight to add to the list. Oh, sure. Because I came across a, a stat um, 
early this afternoon. So um, my my adopted second favorite Metro Division team, the, the Carolina Whaler Canes, uh-huh. they um, were in last place in the Metro Division as of December 30th. Wow. Since December 30th, they have gone 21-6-1, and they are currently in third place. That, they're impressive. And Don Cherry can suck it! Absolutely. I mean, and yeah. tomorrow night, Tuesday night, for those of you who are listening, you know, tonight, because you can't, <laughs> they play their second game in, in Whalers throwback uniforms versus the Bruins. That's going to be fun. It's, I, I, in fact, too, you don't know this about me. Our listeners probably do, but you, you may not. But I grew up in a suburb of Hartford, and I am old enough to have gone to Hartford Whalers games for as Whalers a little games. girl. Yes. Yeah. I I want like their little packets they give. Like I, I want that for the when they do the Whalers game. Because that that I loved when they did that earlier in the season. That was I awesome. actually the last time I went to a game in New Jersey it was against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes and I wore my Whalers jersey. That's awesome. Because we have people. Whaler, uh, Justin Williams. Julie and I jerseys. got each other Justin Williams Whalers jerseys for Christmas. Just, Justin, Wa- Justin Williams is amazing. I love that man. I miss him. I miss Dad. I miss him too. I miss. I have nothing negative to say about that man. He's a, he's a good one. So I mean, I think it's impressive what Carolina is doing. I you know I think it's very. I think it's great for the NHL what they're doing. So I'm very happy to see that. That's how you, you know, I was, I was talking to somebody, I was talking to my cousin today about it, actually. That's how you grow a fan base. Yes. That's how you get people into the sport of hockey in general. Yep. That's how, that's how you, and I've got to say, I know they've been, they've been doing the storm surge like all season, just about, Mm -hmm. but it really kind of hit its peak right about Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And ever since. Like, don't think that that doesn't have to do have something to do with the fact that they're twenty one six and one. In Absolutely, that they rallied around that. Absolutely, have something to do with that, Absolutely. and I think it's great. I think it's amazing. I love it. I do too. The Caps need to take some lessons and do I something. Would, the Caps are I never mean, gonna be fun. Stop trying to make it happen. Yeah, I know. I wish they're. I mean, I love you, Caps. You know, I love everything about you. I just wish they could adopt like some of the fun stuff with Twitter, and they have a you know NBCS Washington has amazing content. I wish they could just incorporate that more so people outside of Caps fans can see how silly and awesome they it's, are. It's you know? really hard to like follow the Colorado Avalanche on Twitter and then also follow another hockey team. Period. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I I like the tongue in cheek. I mean, it's like. I, I love that. So, you know, I, I'm just happy to see a team rally behind that and actually are doing well and may be the reason a team that you normally think would go to the playoffs doesn't go to the playoffs. Yay. So, I'm here for it. I'm I am here, here for it. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. I'm going to make a smooth segue into Thylites, which I actually have this week. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, Thylites. Okay, so before That's we do the Thylites, we need to ask Fatu, because we've asked all our guests, whether male, female, or what have you, who's your hockey boyfriend? Now, I would think the answer, I think we know the answer already, but your hockey boyfriend doesn't have to be your favorite hockey player. He just has to be the guy that, that you, take you want to be mom. your boyfriend. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Can I have? Do I have to just have one boyfriend? No. Okay. So well, the one <laughs> I don't that have just one. <laughs> so the one that I'm taking home. So the one that I'm taking home to my mom is Wayne Simmons because I think that she would try to steal him from me. So she'd be <laughs> truly impressed. So I would take him home and I would enjoy him, but I'm also definitely cheating on him with Tom Wilson. Well, you know, they train together. Why does it have to be cheating? Why can't it just be... Because I don't want them to get jealous. And I want them to still be friends and stuff. So, okay. I'll take sharing. Yeah, so, but, I mean, Tom Wilson... Sharing is caring? Why not just have... Sharing is caring. A harem. I got to rack up my my Canada boys, so... uh, But definitely, Wayne Simmons, my mom, I think, would love him. Our most popular answer has been P.K. Subban. That's a, that's a great one, too. I love what he, you know, he had, like, this little show that he did. Oh, yeah, the, we watched it. Yeah, and I oh, realized yeah. I'm his mom. Acting <laughs> <laughs> a fool at hockey games. That means we love you. I was like, oh, my God, that's my spirit Because animal. we okay. love Mama Subban. Oh, at oh my goodness. Games, I would watch a solid hour of her and his sisters ripping on him. Just Oh, yeah, I would watch them watch the game. Like, they're awesome. <laughs> my, He's a good answer. Yeah, no, he he gets a lot of play from the uh, from the boys that join the podcast. And then, okay, I'll add a third one, definitely. Oh, Tyler Sagan. Twist, twist your arm about Tyler. Twist Sagan. my arm, I ha- Tyler Sagan. He, I, 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 he, I, I like, I love him. I love the tattoos. Look, sometimes you just want trash. Uh, you know, yes. Sometimes you, you go gotta out have the, and you'd have a nice glass of whiskey. You gotta have the bad boy. And other times, bring out, like you're gonna go to happy hour and drink a Bud Light. Yeah, you gotta have the bad boy from time to time. And he's <laughs> definitely very fun to look at. So yeah, the tattoo. Yeah, yes. I often tell Julie, Brayden Holby is my hockey boyfriend, but Tyler Sagan is a side piece. Brayden's a good boyfriend, but you definitely need to have the Tyler as a side piece. <laughs> yes, definitely have to have him as a side piece. So five words: William Nylander, Reebok Canada <laughs> campaign. Yowza. Yeah, Julie. Julie almost. Julie put her life into her own hands by showing me pictures from that campaign whilst I was <laughs> we driving, driving her to the game. Did you almost lose it? We were. we were, I'm like Amy at the next stoplight. You got to see this. <laughs> Good for him. I mean, you know, especially given Toronto that he's in Toronto, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Given his meltdown, given their meltdown to the Islanders, you need some good stuff out there. So that was rough. That was My so other rough. One, because credit where it's due, and this is literal thylights. Brett Connolly. <laughs> yeah. Yowza. Yeah. I love that man, and I feel like he's gotten his mojo, well, two times. First, when he said, I'm not going to the White House. And the second, when um, that guy, Tyler, got the tattoo of him getting the tattoo. Yes. He's been, he's been on a rampage. And then, of course, this this ranger knocks Brett Connolly into the bench. And Brett Connolly's like, oh, you think you're going to take me out of play and go on and keep skating? No, sir. He grabs this dude. I'm going to crush your head with my thighs. thighs. I love it. I love the grit. This team is hung. I, I love it. I mean, he's 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 been great this year. He's still the world's oldest 26-year-old. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I can't wait until he grows his playoff beard, though. I, I remember when um, Orpic was traded, and I was like, wait a minute. Is Obi the 
oldest player on this team. When and Orpic somebody, was not here, yes. And so somebody tweets me back, no, it's definitely Brett Conley. And I was like, I'm not going to answer this because I know the answer. And then he responds back like, I was way off. I'll say, like, yeah. <laughs> That's because Brett Conley is the world's oldest 26-year-old. <laughs> Yes, he's lit. He looks like he could be the dad of most of his teammates. All right, though. So. For those of you who don't watch the Patreon live streams, Amy maybe doesn't know the difference between Nick Jensen <laughs> and Travis Boyd. I don't um, yet. And Not yet. Travis Boyd is getting interviewed, and I'm like, and I don't remember what you I said. I couldn't see the numbers. And you, you, well, he didn't have his jersey on. <laughs> And you're like, said something about him being old. And I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, he's older oh, yeah, than Brett. He said like, something no. about it was his first time doing something or another. And I'm like, Nick Jensen's been on the Detroit Red Wings for years. And you're like, that's I not- was wrong. I'm like, that's, I said, Amy, who do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> he's a cutie. I got, I have my eye on Nick Jensen. I'm just going to say. I wish he and Nick Dowd would both just grow their hair back out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on this. Dude, if Nick Dowd grows his hair back out like that, oh. he may need to bump Tyler off the list. I'm trading him in. I'm trading them all in. With that nose and that hair. Mm. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? I want to add something else to the thylights because no man has ever looked sexier with a tampon shoved up his nose than Michael Kempney. Oh, my Dear God. I almost called him my husband, too, because it, I'm thinking thylights, too, and it, Michael Kempney, they are determined for him not to be the most attractive this player This has got to be, and like, the fifth the time he's had some kind of, like, facial injury. This and season. he still is the most attractive player in the league. He's like, all right, break my nose, whatever. I'm still going to look good. And I'm still going to play. Yeah. Indestructible. No, I mean, he's a hockey player. Check machine that. never breaks. Never break. I mean, they are determined to break that man's face. And his, and his face is like, nope, still beautiful. Still beautiful. Not with these cheekbones, honey. Oh, he's gorgeous. <laughs> I love that man. That's, I mean, that, uh, that, that man is God as far as I'm concerned. Oh. All right, Great Amy. Addition. It's time. <laughs> it's time for Brian asks, why are the devils bad? Well, kids, <sighs> it's been a wild ride. This is the final installment of why are the devils bad. Aww. It is. And now the devils are bad because they traded their mojo for a bunch of injuries. Yeah. So you got to pour one out. We, we we are. This is this is pour one out for the Why Are the Devils Bad segment. It's going to be the last time we talk about it. There's I mean, always next year. Probably not. But... <laughs> 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 yes, but this is the last time we're going to have a specific segment. So talk, this has yeah. been R.I.P. Brian asks. This has been... Brian asks, why are the devils bad? May it rest in peace. Aw, <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> he wanted something solemn. He okay, said, I mean, he said something <laughs> real solemn and respectful. And Amy has written down maybe a toilet flushing sound effect. <laughs> there you go, Look. Brian. Solemn and respectful, just like you wanted. Hey, I made the song solemn and respectful. So, listener questions. From Megan, I would love your thoughts and feelings on Isles fans <laughs> and their behavior on Thursday night. Woo! Now, dude, 
I want to clarify that you may have seen a photo that I posted of uh, Megan's boyfriend with a sign that said, they're trash, Megan, because <laughs> Brad is an Islanders fan. Mm. And Brad mm. was not pleased with his brethren's behavior. I mean, was it their behavior peak Islanders? Did you expect anything less? But, like, there's just something that rubs me the wrong way about, like, throwing or burning your $300 jersey. Or I think it's crazy. Having, a, like, I think I saw, I can't remember what I saw, like, custom nameplates on some of these jerseys. You oh, paid $300 there was one, for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was, what was, it was a, it was a play on Clutterbuck. Because I remembered it was a lot of letters. And I was like, you're paying extra money for that, dude. Look, yeah, I mean, we they, went, the they went all out. It was as if they, I mean, they clearly had that game circled on their calendar. Oh, yeah. And they went all out. I yeah. mean, I, 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 I expected nothing less. That said, I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> it was a train wreck, and I was kind of there for it. Not I, I, comfortable I, <laughs> with the idea of throwing things on the ice. It, yeah, that's no. horrible, and I th- that's definitely taking it you know, way past just being obnoxious. It's like, okay, that's kind of assault, you know, depending on where you throw that. But what disturbed me more is that the Leafs completely no-showed and just like John Tavares probably told him, you know, these fans are going to be absolutely nuts. They're back at Nassau and they didn't show up for him. So that was horrible too. I do have to say I appreciate that the actual Islanders team was supportive of Tavares. Yeah. Even though the fans were a shit show, which I mean, and the Tava- Islanders, you Tavares were there the next acknowledge the shit show that was the fans. Yeah, I expected nothing less from the fans, and you know what? It seems as if they put both the pl- you know they put all that energy there, and it kind of I mean I know it's not been that many games since, but kind of looked out of it after that game it's like they put all yeah. the energy for that game were you at the, you were at the game the next night correct i was at the game and i still got to see some of the jerseys that you know some of the people who had tavar's jerseys and what they replaced it with like some guys <laughs> they had sleep the out in the parking lot i mean maybe so they had the some guy had the poop emojis over tavar's name okay i kind of like that i was I like oh admit. my goodness and then some girl had snake over his name, I was like, "All right, guys." So, <laughs> I told eight. When well, they threw rubber snakes onto the ice, and they threw cool. they threw rubber snakes. My goodness, that's not cool. That's not cool. No. You can't like throw stuff on the ice, please, please. No, I'm just shocked they didn't throw a beer at him. That's what I was expecting. But I, I don't hey, like I don't like throwing stuff. It's the that, island, that's not, not cool. Philly. That's Philly. We throw the beer. Yeah, I just don't like the throwing stuff in yeah, general. No. I'm like, come on. Um, I did. I did. I think mention when we lost to them here at Capital One. Mm-hmm. As I was like, all right, it sucks. We lost this like revenge game against Barry Trotz or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I was Uh-oh. walking out and walked past a dude who had on a Tavares jersey with like the name marked over and like a line through the ninety one, <laughs> and I was like, well, you know what? We lost, but we're not doing that. No, no. I, I, you know, I just don't want to hate a player enough that I'm going to assault a jersey that I paid a bunch of money for. So, I don't think I have it in me to do that. Well, but not I don't to want mention that. To I mean, 
He's a human being. You yeah. can tell, especially at the beginning of that game. Oh, he was affected. And he was visibly shaken up. He was affected. They got that. You know what? They wanted to do that, and they got what they wanted there. That definitely, you definitely saw that, which is why I'm even more. Uh, I'm upset that the Leafs did not show up for him. Like they played horribly. But at least when they went back to Toronto, yeah, they were able to give Tavares the stand. Like they left him out on the blue line alone and gave him the standing ovation. And that was really good of the Leafs to do that to show mm-hmm. him, you know, what we are happy to have you here. I mean, the Islanders. I mean, and the funny part is they did all of this, and you guys are number one in the Metro yeah. without him. So. Not You're anymore. fine without him, you know? So w- w- you would think that there wouldn't be as much animosity. That's but... the thing that didn't make any sense to me. It was like, clearly you didn't need him. You're even chanting, we don't need you. Yeah. But you know but... what, though? That we don't need you is the we don't, uh, the, you know what? I don't need you in my life anyway that a girlfriend getting dumped yells after yeah. the guy. Absolutely, which means you miss him tremendously. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what Barry Trotz would have that team doing if he was there? Oof. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm not shocked. <laughs> our other, our next question is from Marcel, and it's about, one's also about the, no, about the Rangers. This is not the Islanders. It's about the Rangers, and it says, <laughs> who throws a stick? Honestly. <laughs> I mean, Seriously, like, that is the last <laughs> desperate attempt of a goalie to do anything. I, this is what I will say. I related to him in the sense that if I saw Ovi barreling at me, I might throw everything and run off the ice, too. Look, man, I, they sent <laughs> Ovi out there, and I'm like... I'd buy that as an argument if he hadn't stopped a ton of Ovi's, like, Ovi yeah, shots. Yeah, I mean, he was throughout the game. Ovi until he did Yeah, it, like, and the, here's the thing. They put Ovi out there, and it's like, oh, God, we're fucked. You know? That's exactly That's every what I time said. I say every time they put him out there for the shootout. And That's exactly what I said. Share with you this tweet that came from TJ Yoshi. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'd be throwing my stick, my gloves, my helmet, my mouth guard, my jock strap, whatever else, if Ovi is coming down the ice at me. Seriously, I mean, that's a big man. That's a huge man. It's funny because I was at that game too, and I was telling, I went with a Ranger friend, and he was like, I was Obi in the shootouts. I was like, mm mm, uh uh, no. He does not belong there. And it was no. interesting because normally they put out Ovi before Backstrom, but mm-hmm. because that Ranger scored, they're like, oh shit, now we got yep. Backstrom out there. Yep. So Backy keeps us in it, and then they put Ovi out there, and like, ah, oh, fuck, we're going to the next round. Uh, yeah, I, I, I totally like, Ovi was it. gonna score anyway. He was. I was very proud of him. He was like, "You will not decode. Like you, I will get past this. Like as long as I'm playing against you." But that how? goalie did well until that. That was funny. He was. was He's a really good goalie, but he, he was like, good. Panicked. He panicked. From Lindsay, how much fun is the new pregame routine between Tom and Haglin? It's so much fun. It's great. I wanted to inject that in my veins. Somebody, I saw somebody tweeted today and said, I would like to see this with careless whisper dubbed over it, please. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> that would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> Wouldn't it? I wish I had the technology to do that, but I did not. It's, you know, just seeing that, I was like, oh, I was just like, wow, he's, he's already a part of us. Like, he's, com- yeah. he's committed. Look. He committed. I want, like, here's the thing. I guess you have to be at a certain level of just being 
fucking weird. Yeah. To be a Washington Capitol. Yeah. Garl Agalin's there. Yeah, I felt for so long that Orpic was trying to not be as weird, and then finally last year during the playoff run, he was like, all right, fine, you're eating Mama Lucia. It doesn't make sense. You're still faster than everybody. You know what? I'm going to commit. It's, it's fun. He's finally, we finally broke his penguin programming. We, we did. And, and now, now he's the only player to have a cup with the caps and with the pens. So I think it worked. For now. For now. For now. There you go. For now. I like that. I like that. Um, Lindsay has also asked, what is general manager Jim Rutherford doing with the Penguins? <laughs> I don't We don't know. <laughs> He's doing the Lord's work because I am having a lot of fun seeing him lose his mind on how to solve Tom Wilson. Tom you Wilson think- is <sighs> so in Jim Rutherford's head. You would think he stole his girlfriend, his wife, somebody. Tom, that is, he dating, is, just, Tom is dating Jim Rutherford's daughter. Something. Because he's, he, I mean, I don't think, I mean, it seems as if Penguins fans are upset, too. Yeah, like, with him what for is whatever. He doing? Well, I think Penguins, I think Penguins fans were upset starting at the beginning of this season, towards the end of last season, actually, during the playoffs, when they realized that Matt Murray is not the goalie that they thought he was. Yep. Yeah, and I and you know and what I think I that that kind of precipitated everything. Oh, I knew Julie and I knew we were talking yeah. about it all last year. I, he had his safety net and a Stanley Cup winning goalie behind him, mm-hmm. and he that that left, and he looked very regular. <laughs> he looked very regular. And what pleases me about that series too is I feel like his best game was Game Six, and we still won. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I agree with you. You know, Penguins fans have been already getting upset, and then they bring Jack Johnson, and he, what he defending Jack Johnson? It's a mess. It's a, it's a mess what he's doing. Meanwhile, and I love it. I'm googling trying to figure out if uh, Jim Rutherford has a daughter, and if she's <laughs> of an age to ride around on the back of Tom Wilson's <laughs> hypothetical motorcycle. I mean, he's dating some Canadian Olympic beach volleyball player. Yeah, Which she, I know that. That's not the point. Taylor's a beautiful girl. That's her name. I couldn't remember it. Now I know. That's not the point. <laughs> uh, I don't, the point I is. Mean, Tom, Tom clearly, Wilson's hypothetical motorcycle and leather jacket. He clearly Does is he making go, his team. Too. <laughs> he's clearly making his team worse to prove some type of point that I don't think he's proving. Maybe he wants amazing. out of his job. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he's over. I mean, it. he's 70. I've Googled him, as you can tell. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe he's uh, losing it a little, and he maybe needs to retire. Hey, I'm mm. totally with him in his moves, wasting a year of Sidney Crosby's prime. That's so fine. I'm to- he, he, as far as I'm concerned, he's doing a great job. In relation <laughs> to this, also from Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay has asked us many questions this evening. Which would be funnier? If Columbus missed out on the playoffs after loading up, or if the Pens missed out. This is what I wanted to ask earlier, and See, I knew okay. it was down here. There are great arguments for both. Great but, ones, yeah. Like, funny how is my question. Like, funny, like, I want to laugh at your ass, or funny just like, like, schadenfreude. Both. Because Columbus is, I'm just going to sit and laugh at you. Yeah. And Penguins is, is, is the schadenfreude side of it. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, Columbus missing out on the playoffs 
is funnier simply because they're loading up to get past the first round, but you can't get past the first round if you don't make the playoffs. So that's hilarious. Um, well, and yeah, and what's what's hilarious is like a win for them, like a move forward for that organization is getting past the first round. Yeah, and, let's start and, with getting past the first round and then go from there. Yeah, so to get all those rentals, not make the playoffs, and lose, <laughs> and, and and lose your goalie and lose Panarin, I mean, and probably Duchesne. Yeah, that's that's hilarious because he's I not going to stick around. No. He's going to go poison somebody else's locker room. No, absolutely. And he's um, never going to shed the locker room poison thing. But, I mean, it's also going to be funny, of course, for the Pens to miss the playoffs because it's very hard for me to believe that they won't make the playoffs. But anytime they're in the playoffs, they're the Pens, so they can, they love to get hot at the right time. So that would just be totally funny that after getting horrible defensemen, to counteract Tom Wilson that they don't even make the playoffs. And then they're stuck with those horrible contracts. So that's just more than a one-year mistake. That's hilarious. Just feels good. Feels right. I think it feels great. I mean, it, it could... just... Wait, 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 wait. The Flyers are also going on a hot streak. So what if both of them mm-hmm. miss the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. Could that happen, though? One of them has to hit the wild card, no? The Flyers? If the Flyers came up, the Flyers could knock them down. So then that would be funny because yeah, but... it's like Wayne Simmons' love letter to Philly was <laughs> the stadium series. Wouldn't there have to be seen now? I'm um, pulling up the standings. I'm not sh- yeah. I'm not sure what the Atlantic is doing. There's also potential that the Atlantic can, like, knock them out. The other wild card mm-hmm. spot, but I'm not Good point. sure. Right now, Montreal is in the other wild card yeah, spot. Yeah, I was about Pittsburgh to say, isn't it Montreal? Second. So, Pittsburgh, so it's, it's Pittsburgh us, and the Islanders, the whale, because <laughs> they will always be the whale. And. Philly's breathing down their neck. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Philly's got 72. Columbus has got 75. Pittsburgh's got 77. And so does Montreal. Mm-hmm. So it could be a thing. It's yeah. I mean, it's this is this is it's coming up. It's tough. There's a lot. Yeah. There's also a slim possibility Buffalo makes a go for it, but I doubt it. That I truly doubt. No offense, Buffalo. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Buffalo's but like the slim possibility Buffalo could do something. But from Lindsay Fatu. All right, Lindsay. Yeah. What other teams do you have a fondness for and why? So that's a really great question. I, so I don't know if it's a fondness for the team or the fondness for players or the fondness for personalities. So I, I mean, I, I, and this is before they even traded for Wayne Simmons. I did have a slight fondness for Nashville because I'm like, you know, I don't know if I want to have like a fondness for someone who could knock us out unless we play them in the Stanley Cup, you know? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Nashville is a fun city. I love PK and I love that they've embraced PK down there. And, you know, I, I liked our little boy that I don't even, Forsberg, that until we won the cup that I was like, did we really trade him? <laughs> but, so, you know, I, you know, I was like, if the, if the Cavs are knocked out, I'd like to see Forsberg go for it. And when they were, you know, playing against the Pens, I was rooting for them hard. Oh, yeah, well, because... Otherwise, you're rooting for the pens, right? Right. So I don't know if it's a fondness. Like, I don't follow them enough. But, you know, they were like, even though they always find a way to beat us badly, I was like, I don't hate them for now. But now Benino's on the team. And I'm like, I was really overseeing hearing about that name in the playoffs. So I was very No happy. shit. 
very happy when he went to Nashville. But I was like, does that mean then we're going to have to hear his name because we played them and I'm going to hear his name in a way that I don't want to. So um, I guess kind of Nashville because I did like those two players in particular. And I do love Wayne Simmons. But um, I just have too much energy for the Caps. I don't know if I have enough to actually put that towards another team. Maybe I have too much energy, and that's why. I, I <laughs> or maybe I don't have spread it around. <laughs> Julie's got so much hockey energy; she's got to spread it everywhere. Yeah, I'm like these caps. They, you know, I, it's too much of a roller coaster already with them. That I was like, I'll just keep it mostly with them. But Nashville, I'm like, I don't hate y'all. At least not too much yet. They're, and their fans are so nice. They're very nice. Yes, they are very, very nice. Also from Lindsay. Also no, from Lindsay. <laughs> Aside from Capital One, what's your favorite NHL arena so far? All right, so I have two answers. So one I've never been to, and that's definitely T-Mobile in Las Vegas. That's what it's called, right? We went. It's good. Okay. Well, I, that's my favorite because anywhere where the Cats won their first cup has to be your favorite. Right. <laughs> so, Valid. But I've never been there, so I've not experienced it's it. It's a really nice arena, though. I've heard it's cool, yeah. And then the next one I will say, and I'll tell you why, I um, went to, in November, I went to see the Caps in Denver, so I went to Pepsi, mm-hmm. um, ah. and so I made it in time for warm-ups, and so I was like at a great spot in warm-ups, and I somehow got Jacob Rana's attention, and he like nodded and smiled and winked at me. What so, I mean, oh my god. It's long, so that's going to always be a great memory. And I was like, hi. It was so awesome. So that that felt good. So that would be my <laughs> that's why that would be my favorite outside of Cap One. I don't know what I'd do with myself. I, I don't know what I did. I just was like, did you see that? Did you see that? Oh my god. It was awesome. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm way too old for you. <laughs> <laughs> No, honey, I probably have at least 10 years on you, so I'm really way too old for him. (laughs) But it's like, hey, we're all adults here, so. That's true. Also from Lindsay. Lindsay! (laughs) (laughs) Also for Fatu. This is our new bit. (laughs) Lindsay! (laughs) Do you know how awesome you are? Yay! Aww! (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, you know, yes. Maybe I do not. No, I'm kidding. Thank you. That's really sweet. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love um, you, Lindsay. Our last listener question is from Mai, and she said, who, in your esteemed opinion, is the best mm. hugger on the Caps, and is that also the guy you'd most want to hug? Oh, mm. that's for all of us, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. See, I feel like Ovi, Ovi, his hugs might be too hard. Because he's just a very But no, that's 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 just like it's it's good hug training. It's okay. Captain Lee hugs. See he's I would, leading by hug example. So I would say Braden Hope is the best hugger because he just looks very compassionate and just very Are you talking hockey hugs or like real life hugs? I'm gonna go real life hugs. Oh, okay. Who, then I might which, have to agree about Braden. Yeah, Brayden looks like he just gives the perfect type, and I just want to be like snuggled up in his beard. So, yeah. Oh my! Capitals, current and former, I have hugged. J. Beagle is the best one. Ah, okay. Oh, I miss him. That's a that's a great one. That's good to know. 
He looks like he'd be a great. See, actor. I will. I will have to add on to your theory, Fatu, that not only is the hugging a, a good thing with Brayden, but having had the personal experience a couple of times when posing for photos, having his hand on the small of your back. Yes. 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 Really nice. Yeah. Feeling to have. You know, I I, you know I can agree. Getting I into pers- like the scent cloud of Obi's cologne. <laughs> what did we say he smelled like? Um, <laughs> that is awesome. You know this. We went to casino Victory. night. And he was like it. He smells like victory and money and being incredibly handsome. I mean, there I can believe that. I, I can believe that. I want, how was going to um, casino night? Do it. If you can do it, do it. It's awesome. Yeah. I plan to, every year I say I plan it's, to. It's a steep happens. price tag, but it's worth every word. I'm sure it's worth it. I'm sure it's worth it. So next year. And it, I, it's for charity yeah. too. Yeah. So Yeah. It's a good cause. I mean, and I, they're nice, right? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's totally Oh, yes. And you have to let us know if you come. Absolutely, absolutely. We like to party up and then get Shake Shack. Oh, that, oh, that yes. sounds and, like and, a plan. Because there's, there's a Shake there's Shack a, right there. So that's inside great the casino. If, if, if they continue to have it at the MGM in the um, the harbor, right? Uh, National yeah. Harbor. Because yeah. I mean, like the Shake Shack's on the way out. You just get, mm-hmm. your, you get your burger and your milkshake, and you're good to go for the night. Uh, so next time, next time I will have a full report on my trip to Philadelphia. And Whoa, hopefully bring home some, yes, yes bring, bring home, home gritty. some stuffed, stuffed bring gritties. Yes. Um, I told Amy she's not allowed to come back if she doesn't bring me a stuffed gritty. I'm with it. And I'm, I'm going to wear my um, flying battery shirt from Russian Machine. I'm, I'm not going to, I too, <laughs> Fatu, I'm not going to wear my jersey. Yeah, I'm definitely not. You know what you should wear? You should Because wear- it's going to make me feel even better for people to go, yeah, go for it. And think that it's a really cool shirt when it's a shirt that makes fun of them. Oh, yeah. I, gonna, I had that happen with a dead Gwen one time. but um, I had it happen with a dead Gwen many times. I was going to say, you should wear your Buddy Christ. Oh, my mm. Buddy Christ jersey? The Buddy I Christ could. always goes over super well. Mm. It does. I get compliments from strangers on my Buddy Christ jersey. Fatu, are you familiar with Buddy Christ? I am not. And or the works of Kevin Smith. Um, it's a thing from the movie Dogma. Okay, which- okay. brand Catholicism to be like... Okay. Poppy and wow. Catholicism, wow. Okay. I see why people are like, yay. Okay. <laughs> and um, and Kevin Smith sells hockey jerseys with his name and his favorite number, which is 37, mm-hmm. on them with different things from his movies. And there's one where the crest is a very nicely embroidered, embroidered buddy crest. And I usually wear it, wear it to the Devil's Games when I go with Julie because it's black, white, red. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe I will wear the Buddy Christ. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll wear the I'll wear the the flying battery underneath. You know, just in I want to wear the flying battery when high. I go down. <laughs> yeah, or when I go down to the glass and say we'll go tend for gritty hugs. Oh, I love it! <laughs> I will try to get a gritty hug. So in the meantime, you can message us on Twitter at Pucker Up Podcast. You can email us at puckeruppod at gmail dot com, and you can visit our website at puckeruphockey.com. dot com. Um, and check out my really cool article about the Black History Month in the NHL. Yes. Woo! And don't forget there that we do have... There is a shout-out have... to Black Girls Hockey Club in there, by yes. the way. Yes, all right. And don't forget that we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash puckeruppodcast. And that's where we do our live streaming commentary among... Uh, that's You can literally just sit and watch us play with the dogs while we talk about the hockey game that's on. <laughs> Seriously. Cameras <laughs> on the dogs, guys. And what more did you want? <laughs> that's awesome. And on that note, 
Thank you so much to Fatu for joining us. Thank you for yes, having thank you me. So much. This was great. And You're you welcome to come great. back anytime. We're so happy I would to have love you on. to. This was great. You guys got to come to JoJo's. Maybe we do a live one from JoJo's Philosophy in New I would York. Love to. That That'd would be, be great. so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.